She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. V I C I I pronounce it Vicky. Everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a small wonder podcast. Today, I'm bringing you Season 1, Episode 17, entitled Substitute Father. This episode aired on January 25th, 1986. In, these, in, these, in this episode, Brandon steps in for Ted for Jamie's school picnic. This episode's got a 7.9. Wow, 7.9 out of 10. Whew. Out of 14 ratings, and it looks like we don't have any guest stars, just the regular cast. This episode was directed by Bob Claver, writers John Boney, B-O-N-I, and Howard Leeds, the creator. All right, no trivia, no user reviews. Let's see what the synopsis on the back of the DVD cover says. Brandon Brindle begins a father war when he finds that a golf-crazed Ted has been neglecting Jamie. Yeah, Jamie, I can understand. Because whenever Jamie's like, hey, Dad, you want to play basketball out back? Jamie, uh, Ted's like, no, I can't, son. I have to work on this, or I gotta do this, or I don't think so. I gotta work on... But the fact that he's choosing to play golf... Is that what it says? Golf? Where is it? Uh, golf craze over taking part in his son's school picnic is totally bogus. That is not an excuse. So it just seems like by choosing Brandon Brindle, it's like the ultimate fuck you to Ted. Because you know I'm the president of the I Hate the Brindles fan club, and yeah. And honestly... Brandon is going to be on the bottom with Bonnie and Harriet in the first two slots. So, yeah. Of course, before I get into the podcast episode, I want to let you know where you can go find the podcast on social media to follow uh, She's a Small Wonder, Small Wonder Podcast on Facebook. Also, on the LBOM Wonder Years Podcast page on Instagram, you'll find the episodes that I've already covered. I've been covering the series straight through. We are now on episode 17. I'm hoping, well, I should be able to get season one done before the end of the year. And then that way I can start 2021 with season two. Where you can go to listen to the podcast. Of course, you're going to find it under Looking Back on My Wonder Years and Wonder Years podcast. So you can search iTunes. You can search SoundCloud. You can search Podbean. And those are going to be your three main outlets to be able to listen to the podcast. So, all right, without further ado, let's jump into this episode. As I've said before, I haven't really, I haven't seen all the episodes, or if I have seen them, it was in reruns back when I was like seven or eight years old. So I'll, pretty much all, and I don't watch the episode ahead of time, so my reactions are 100% original. So we open up the episode with... An interesting camera angle here. It's actually like, it seems like it's in, the camera is in front of the door, so we get a long shot of the living room, 
and we see Ted using one of those inside the home um, golf putting things. And he's, of course, pretending like he's some U.S. golf champion. He even refers to himself as a U.S. Open champ as he's lining up a $800,000 putt. <laughs> yeah, right. So Vicky comes in and asks Ted, why are you talking to that stick? And Ted's like, I'm not talking to the stick. I'm talking to myself. I'm mad at the stick. And Ted, of course, I don't know whether this is just all golfers do this with a butt wiggle, try to get, you know, into the golf zone and just, like, pretend that you are the golf ball or pretend that you are the club or whatever. He's even, like, Vicky's, like, looking, like, why is his butt wiggling? That's weird. She's like, why are you wiggling your behind? And he's like, well, see, it's to relax. It's not so easy to get that little ball into that little hole. My guess is she does it, and she does it 100% perfectly. Of course, Vicky is out to prove just how easy it is to get that little ball in that little hole. As she picks up the golf ball, walks over to the little hole with the fake green grass, and just puts it right in there. And he's like, oh yeah, uh-huh, way to go, smart guy. Here he is, young Ted Lawson, former U.S. Open champ, lining up an $800,000 putt. Did he make it? He'll be crowned best golfer in the entire free world. A hush falls over the crowd. Why are you talking to that stick? I'm not talking to the stick. I'm talking to myself. I'm mad at the stick. Why are you wiggling your behind? <laughs> You see, Vicky, it's a way to relax. You see, it's not very easy to get that little ball into that little hole. It looks elementary. Oh, it does, does it? Well, why don't you try a wise guy robot? Very well. <laughs> Wiggle in the butt. Yep, uh-huh. <laughs> Hello. Hi, yeah, this is Ted. Oh, Hi. How you doing? You can? Oh, that's terrific. This is just great. Yeah, yeah, I'll see you Sunday. Thanks for calling. Bye. All right! Guess who that was on the phone just now? Tiger Woods? Sitting bull? It was Jack Duffield. You know my regular Sunday golf game? The one where you always get beat? Not this Sunday. My regular partner's out of town, so Jack is going to be my partner. Do you know what his handicap is? Having you for a partner? <laughs> Hardy har har har. He is a two handicap. That's practically a pro. This is my week to finally win. This is my week to finally walk in that clubhouse without a limp. What limp? The one I always fake is my excuse for losing. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Boy, I better go practice, you know, at the driving range. Wait. You forgot your hole. Vicky, put it in my bedroom. Dad, you forgot something else. This Sunday is a family picnic for my school class. All right, Jamie, you're right. I did forget. Promise you'd take him, Ted. Really? Well, honey, uh, you can still go with him. Uh, Mom's part of the family, too, you know. Dad, what about all the contests and games for the guys and their dads? You and me 
play against the others. We'll murder them. Well, Jamie, can't Mom play the games with you? Mom can't play games like basketball. <coughs> Besides, she doesn't like to sweat. <laughs> Jamie, it's on any other Sunday but this one. I'll make it up to you, I promise. Oh, fuck you. I bet some of the other kids are letting their dads play golf on Sunday. <sighs> Don't make him feel guilty. Okay. All right, thanks, kiddo. I'll only be about an hour, honey. Bye. No point in going to the picnic now. Well, honey, maybe you could teach me to play basketball in time for Sunday. Uh, I don't think so. But I don't think so, Mom. <coughs> oh, it's worth a try. Uh, with a little practice, maybe I could even learn to sweat. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I can't believe this. You told your kid you'd go, and your reason for not going is because you would rather go golfing with some guy who's practically playing on the PGA Tour of oh, th This is bullshit. And he's even making Jamie feel guilty. Like, oh, I bet some of the other kids are letting their dads play golf on Sunday. <laughs> Fucking slap you. Um, yeah, and even Joan is just disgusted. Like, you did promise your son that you would take him. And Ted's like, well, hey, your mom can go with you. She's a parent. And Jamie's like, no, because there's going to be a lot of, like, father-son, you know, guy-dad activities. And apparently, you know, she don't know how to play basketball. And she ain't going to learn over a day in a day. And apparently she's not a fan of sweating, because who is? Who's a, who really wants to sweat? But so Ted makes Jamie feel guilty and Jamie's like, okay, Dad, I guess you can miss out on it. So Ted leaves to go hit balls at the driving range for like an hour to practice. He even says <laughs> that, oh, I won't have to limp to the clubhouse. And Jane, did I call her Jane? Joan, excuse me. Joan is all like, what limp? And Ted's like, the one I pretend I have as an excuse for why I lose. Dude, you need to get your priorities straight. I think at this point in the episode, I am actually in favor of Jamie choosing Brandon as a big giant fuck you to Ted because Ted deserves this. This is bullshit. I can understand if it's mandatory, if you gotta work on Sunday, that you'd miss out because it's beyond your control. It's either you work or you're fired. But you can golf any damn time. Any time. I guess the only reason he's excited is because his partner, who normally golfs with him, is sick. So he gets to go with this two-handicap right up there, practically in the PGA Tour with Tiger Woods, Arnold Palmer, or whoever was the big kahuna golfer way back in 1986 or 85. But this, this is inexcusable. So Jamie kind of, you know, pouts after Ted leaves. And Joan is like, well, you can teach me how to play basketball. Maybe I'll even sweat. And she's like, ugh. He's like, no, no. Because he's even, Jamie's even saying, like, I don't even know if I want to go now. It's like, what's the point? 
He's not going to be there. I'm going to look like a weirdo bringing my mom. When everyone else, everyone there knows I have a father. <laughs> so Jamie's going to teach Joan how to play basketball. Let me just tell you, Joan is wearing a sweater vest, a big red flowy tie that, or bow tie or whatever you want to call it. That was why ever I don't understand big in the 80s for women, some women. You want to talk big, like, bows? Oh, it's a big bow. You know, you want to talk big bows? Go watch Little House on the Prairie. And probably about, like, season five, season six. Nellie Olsen would have the biggest bow in the back of her head. Just, oh. <laughs> I'm not into adornments like that. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just not. Give me a hat. That's as good as it's going to get for me. But I will never put a hairband in my hair. I would never put barrettes in my hair. None of that stuff. Let's go to Jamie's school of basketball as he's teaching his mom some pointers about how to dribble the ball, probably how to shoot the ball, how to do a three, uh, free throw. Maybe they'll play a game of horse once she gets good enough. I, I honestly think while they're doing this, I think Harriet or Brandon are going to be peeping over the fence, most likely Harriet. And she's going to like, hmm, interesting. He needs a father. I'll go ask my dad. Okay, Mom. First, I'll teach you some defense. <coughs> defense, right. Now, the idea is for you to stop me from getting this ball into that basket. Why don't you first Got teach her how to okay. dribble the ball first? No, you're supposed to block, try to block his shot. That's not defense. You're defending the basket. supposed to stop him. What the hell? Dude, you gotta go back to basics 101. Because I'm depressed. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, but if you're going to teach your mom how to play basketball, you don't go right into, okay, you're going to try to stop me from, from shooting the basket. No, actually, what is he? He has her, she's trying to block him from making a shot, but it's like, what? No, you've got to go back to basic 101. See, this is a round sphere-like object called a basketball. You bounce it, you hold it with both hands, you line up the shot with, you, the object is you're going to get that basketball into that basket one way or another. Start with that. Start with some early tech. You don't just jump right in. You keep me from getting a basket. Okay, now you try to make a basket and I'm going to stop you. And it's just like, buddy, you are jumping to step like 10 when you should be on step one. And, of course, she totally forgot the roast is in the oven because Vicky comes out and says, oh, your roast is burning. And Joan's like, oh, thank you, Vicky. Thank you for letting me, uh, turning off the oven. And, of course, Vicky's like, I'm not programmed for that. Damn it. Um, so, of course, as she goes, Joan goes in, she throws the bas uh, basketball into the air. And, surprisingly, it goes right in. Now, when Jamie tries to explain, you have to uh, keep me from making a basket, she's like, Jamie, stop. And he's like, okay, you can't do that. This is going to be a game with other guys there. They're not going to listen to you. Yeah. So after Joan goes in to check on the roast and see what's salvageable and eatable, edible, um, Jamie's like, here you go. Go work on your slam dunk, Vicky. And we see Vicky, of course, with CGI or some type of computer, anime, whatever, make a slam dunk. So Jamie's depressed. He's got his chin in his hand like, this bites. And, of course, Vicky's kind of mimicking him. Like, I'm depressed. Harriet comes in says, hey, what are you two doing? Vicky's like, we're depressed. <laughs> Let's see what Harriet has to say here. Is she the one that suggests having her dad help out Jamie, or does she go home and tell her dad and then Brandon volunteers himself? We'll find out. No, because hi Jamie, hi Vicky. <laughs> We're depressed. Boy, that was fast. I only just got here. <laughs> it's not you, Harriet. My dad. What did your father do to make you depressed? You wouldn't understand, Harriet. What did not boy. You sound just like my father. That's what he always said. You're not a boy. I can give anything to have son, including me. Probably. Maybe my father doesn't really love me. All parents love their children. Just that my father loved me more if I say. <laughs> Hi guys, Harriet, seen your mother? Yeah, she went to get her legs waxed. <coughs> yeah. Finally. Ew. How's it going, Jamie? Okay. Hey, you can't kid an old kidder. I see a gloomy gus here. What's the problem? Well, you see, my father. His father was supposed to go to the class picnic with him. Yeah. But he decided. He decided to play golf instead. Yeah, and now what? Now Jamie hasn't got his father to play any games with him on Sunday. Vicky, I can talk for myself. My mouth isn't painted on. 
Mine is. <laughs> Jamie, your father just doesn't know how lucky he is to have a son. Of course, it's also great to have a daughter. Oh, really? Uh huh. He doesn't shave. <laughs> well, if you were my son, I'd go with you on Sunday. Well, thanks anyway. Jane, uh, if you can talk your school teacher into it, you can count me in. I'll be glad to do it. Are you serious, Mr. Rindle? Never been more serious. I'll be your substitute father. Hey, you've got to make me your substitute sister. Let's not go to get too carried away there, Harriet. One substitution too many. <laughs> yeah. I will ask my teacher, Mr. Brindle. Thanks. Great. Just in case, why don't we get in a little practice? I will show you the world-famous Brindle hook shot. Watch very carefully. My hands never leave my arms. Brindle dribbles down the court. He gets to the top of the key. He fakes right, fakes left, puts his opponent in the popcorn machine, goes up for the shot. Oh, what the hell, man? No, I like it. It almost seems like Harriet's making fun of herself when um, Vicky says, oh, we're depressed. And Harriet's like, oh, I just got here. That's surprising. And she kind of goes on to, well, Jamie says, you wouldn't understand, Harriet. You're not a boy. And this is where she's like, yeah, I know. My father tells me that all the time. I know he'd do anything to have a son, including get rid of me. I'm sure he'd be happy if I, I mean, oh, just tall girls and shaving. And, of course, Brandon comes in and Vicky pretty much gives him the lowdown on what's going on with Jamie. That Ted decided to go golfing over going to Jamie's class picnic. Which sounds almost like a field day for uh, kids and their parents. Brandon's like, hey, Harriet, where's your mother? And apparently she went to get her legs waxed and... Brandon just was like, thank goodness. Like, ew. We don't need to hear any more about their bizarre um, home life. <laughs> and Brandon, of course, is saying, oh, I'd give anything to have a son. And you just see Harry just so angry, surprised. And, of course, Brandon's like, oh, but having a daughter, that's great. Brandon pretty much volunteers himself to... Uh, be a substitute father episode title um, for, like, a stand-in for Ted for Jamie's class picnic field day thing. And Jamie's like, oh, wow, you'd really do that? It's like, yeah, just talk to your teacher, let her, you know, make sure it's okay. And if it is, then I'm there. I'm there Sunday. And he's like, all right, let's do a, have a little one-on-one -on -one practice time. And... Brandon doesn't even, he, what's with throwing the ball behind yourself? That's like the biggest trick in the book. Watch me, or I'm going to shoot the best ball not with my eyes closed, or I'm going to just shoot it, you know, over my shoulder and it'll go in. It doesn't. It ends up hitting a window, which I'm guessing is the window belonging to Brandon and Harriet's house. Shit. I... Uh, is he even a good basketball player? I don't know. I mean, I think he was just trying to show off for Jamie. Like, oh, I'm so good. I can just toss the ball over my shoulder and it'll go in the net. So now we're in the living room. Looks like Joan is hemming the bottom of Vicky's skirt or her dress. 
to show off her cute little plastic legs. Who's gonna see them but you, your husband, or Jamie? Who's gonna care? Only you, Joan. And here comes Ted with his... This is, is this the day of or the day before? Because he's got his golf bag with him. Like, I'm ready to go. Hit the, uh, the links. There. Back to their links. Shows off your cute little plastic legs. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> huh? Here's the poor man's Arnold Palmer. Hey, we got an Arnold Palmer joke. I mean, you should have seen me at the driving range today. I mean, I was dynamite. <laughs> You're being very selfish. He sure is, Vicky. Gee, I can't imagine where she picked that up. She's not wrong. No idea. Look, Jamie has forgiven me about Sunday, so there's no problem. Jamie may have forgiven you, Arnold Palmer, but I haven't. <laughs> yep. Oh, you coward. Using a robot to vent your emotions on me because you're mad. You're right. Okay, I'll vent my emotions myself. Ted, you're sleeping on the sofa tonight. Yes! He deserves it. Come on, Joni, would you back off for a minute? You know, I just had an argument with Brindle the Boob at the office. Do you know, do you know, he wanted me to work on Sunday? Can you believe the nerve of that guy? Right. If you wouldn't give up your golf game for your own son, why give it up for your boss? Anything you care to add to that, Vicky? Gonna be tough to replace the old man, but we'll put our heads together and try to think of somebody, okay? Oh, I already found somebody. <laughs> already? <laughs> Who's that, honey? Mr. Brindle. Brindle? Brandon Brindle next door? Brindle the boob? The boob. <laughs> How's the old father? Hey, put him on top. Hello. Yes. to kind of emotionally vent out her frustrations of, you know, Ted not going to the class picnic field day thing for Jamie and he's going golfing. It's like, yeah, Jamie might have forgiven you, but I haven't forgiven you. Oh, by the way, you're sleeping on the couch. He's being, he is selfish. Vicky and Joan, they're not wrong. Like I said, he can go golfing whenever the hell he wants. Why do it on the day you promised your son that you would be there for him at this class? Like, picnic, whatever the hell. So he says that he and Brandon kind of got into it, you know, since Brandon's his boss and everything. Almost forcing Ted to work on Sunday. And <laughs> Joan's like, yeah, it's kind of funny that... uh 
you wouldn't, uh, you'd go golfing instead of going to your son's, uh, school function. And also you would, uh, turn down going to work and whatnot. And then, of course, <laughs> who shows up but Brandon Brindle after Jamie tells Ted that he found a replacement for him, a substitute father. And Ted's all like, yeah, that's great. He's like, oh, we'll find someone. And Jamie's like, I actually already did. Mr. Brindle. And Ted's like, Brindle, Brandon Brindle, Brindle the boob, really? And in comes Brandon, dressed in a zip-up hoodie and a t-shirt and some sweats. And he, I like how he's like playboxing with uh, Jamie. And Jamie like gets him like right in the, ooh, right in the gut. Like, <laughs> So they are going to undergo, and they're going to work on the uh, the sack race, or the three-legged sack race, or whatever it's called. And you just, <laughs> I love how Brandon's like, yeah, what jerk wouldn't take his kid to a uh, family school function? Yeah, him a guy must be have to be a real jerk for that. You just see Ted just fuming. It's like, dude. You deserve to have the have the shit flung at you because of your piss poor attitude. Your kid's gonna remember that one day when he winds up in therapy and talks about all the ways that you disappointed him. Oh yeah, my dad wanted another kid, so he created a child robot. So many things wrong with that. <laughs> and all the activities he said he'd go to when I was growing up, and he decided to go golfing instead. Basically, stability here and speed are your main strengths when it comes to a sack, uh, two-person sack race. And they're doing really good. I mean, it's in the back. Yeah, well, would you even call this really a real backyard? Because it's just, um, the ground is made of bricks here. So it's very, very even. Of course, they go into the Brindle's backyard that gate opening divider there but I'm just saying yeah they're doing really well they're keeping good pace but you're gonna of course this is going to be a race you're gonna be with other people not to mention you're gonna be on the ground which most likely could be very uneven so but hey I mean they're doing good that's awesome so Harry of course is supposed to be the one that's timing them to get their time down and she's all like, all right, get mark, on your mark, get set, ready, on one, two, three, get ready. It's like, girl, just count, say go already. So they get done, like, all right, Harriet, what was the time? And she, oh, I knew I forgot something. Like, kid. <laughs> Harriet keeps yelling, yay, Jamie. It's like, shut your mouth, girl. You're distracting. Because now Brandon and Jamie are going to work on basketball. They do a little layup type of basketball talk that I don't understand. And Jamie's like, Harriet, I haven't done anything yet. And she's like, I know, I'm just practicing because I'm practicing being the little woman behind the man. What in the what? Okay. Even Brandon's like, sweetie, shut your fucking mouth. Only thing you need to do is worry about that stopwatch. And you can't even do that. So zip your lip. Oh, look who's decided to show up and watch. Uh-huh. Ted. Old jealous Ted. So Ted's all like, hey, Jamie. And Jamie's like, dad, dad, I can't. I'm busy. I can't talk. You can't. Don't. I can't listen. I can't listen to whatever you've got to say. 
And mainly, I don't care either, so bye. This is the real kicker. So the, he does a layup, puts the puts the ball in the basket, and Jimmy's like, wow, that's really great, Mr. Brindle. And Brindle's all like, call me dad. I'm like, okay, time out, time out. Okay, we need to have a conversation. This is going a little too far, getting a little too personal. He's doing it. I think he's seriously doing this to rub it in Ted's face with the, call me dad. How about no? Damn, Jamie's really rubbing it into Ted's face too. He's like, okay, dad. And Ted just has, has this horrified, hurt look on his face. Like, well, you made your bed. You got to lie in it. You reap what you sow, all those other sayings. Now, coordination is everything in a sack race, Jamie. Yeah. Okay. Outside foot first. Uh -huh. You want to start us off, Harry? Okay. On your mark, get set, ready. On the count of three. One, two, get set. Shut. Just say go. kitchen getting dinner ready I love their scenes together it's so sweet I know Joan always sees you know Vicky as a daughter and everything okay so Joan tells Vicky to speed it up a little bit with the chopping and uh, <laughs> she's like hey who needs a food presser processor when I have you Vicky and Vicky says Jamie says I'm a cross between Julia Childs and Rambo <laughs> oh here we go Ted's gonna sulk and cry because Jamie called Brandon dad. Hi. So is uh, Brendel still out back making a fool of himself? Do I detect the little green-eyed monster? Yeah, he jelly. He jelly. I do believe you're jealous. Oh, yeah. Jealous? Me? Of who? Of whom? Of is a preposition that takes the object whom? What? <laughs> Okay, of whom am I jealous of? And you 
shouldn't end a sentence with a preposition? Butt out, Vicky. That's a correct sentence. <laughs> Don't take your anger out on her. I gave them a drink this morning. They just ordered another round. Go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. <laughs> okay. Of whom am I jealous of? Brandon Brindle. Brandon Brindle. That's a laugh. That is, that is the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> You're being ridiculous. Okay, I'm jealous. <laughs> but only this much. Anyway. I have decided to skip the golf match on Sunday and go with you and Jamie to the... Oh, I knew you would. <laughs> Man, that was some workout. Uh, Jamie, <laughs> listen, uh, I've been thinking... Let me guess, he doesn't want him there anymore. And I thought it would probably mean a whole lot to you to have your real dad there on Sunday, right? Yeah, I wanted the kids to see what a great guy you were. <laughs> well, guess what, Jamie? I told the guys I wasn't going to play golf with them on Sunday. Good. I gotta go to a picnic with my son. What? Yeah, the old man's gonna be there Sunday. What do you say about that? No way, forget it. What? Pardon me? Dad, I can't do that to Mr. Brindle. He's been counting on it even more than me. It just wouldn't be fair. Now, Jamie, I told the guy... I just guys... can't let him down, Dad. He's got a point to it. It really wouldn't be fair. I mean, look at all the time and effort that Brindle's put into this. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Hi, guys. Well, that was some jog we had, huh? <laughs> yeah. How far'd you run? Well, let me see. I guess we must have done about four, four miles, four blocks. <laughs> <laughs> we jogged to the drugstore and had a milkshake. <laughs> you know, we took a taxi back. <laughs> Your regular Richard Simmons. <laughs> well, buddy, here's a fresh pitcher of iced tea, and the chicken will be ready in a few minutes. Oh, great. Thanks, Joe. I thought the chicken was for our dinner. No, it's a snack for the athlete. Oh, by the way, would you mind if I took a little of the chicken home for my wife? She's having an awful lot of trouble with the stove. She keeps cooking on it. <laughs> He's funny. I'll tell you what, Ted, we got a some fine boy here. Correction, what? correction. This is my kid. We have a fine boy. You have a girl. <laughs> Just a matter of speaking, big guy. Dad? Yeah. yeah. I meant this one. Yes, son. I'm really learning a lot from Mr. Brindle. Did you know you have a better chance of catching a frisbee if you keep your palm up like this? See? That makes sense. Hey, Jamie, Jamie, that's nothing new. Any real father knows that from birth. But I'll bet you didn't know that in a walnut race, when you're hitting a walnut with your nose, you do better if you do it sideways, like this. No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's better if you hit it with the tip of your nose and push it along straight like this. Okay, stop with the, uh... I guess the main thing is to be careful that the walnut doesn't go up your nose. Mr. Brindle, why don't we go shoot a few more baskets? We can use the practice. A capital idea. Let's go, son. He's not your son! Dad, you should be very proud of Jamie for being so loyal. I'm proud, I'm proud. See, proud. I'm glad you're being so adult about it. Now why don't you go outside and play with your puppy? How can I 
think of golf when that thief next door is stealing my son away. <coughs> not stealing your son. He's just borrowing him. Well, it's not fair. I mean, who raised him from a baby? Who did he spit up on? Me, not Brendel. <laughs> who fed him? Me, not Brendel. Who woke up in the middle of the night to change his diapers? Uh, me, not Brendel. <laughs> Two out of three isn't bad. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if Brendel suddenly couldn't go to the picnic on Sunday? What the hell are you going to do? Kill him? He never changes mind. It's because he hasn't had his unfortunate little accident yet. Okay. No, you're not going to kill this guy or hurt him. The one he's about to have when I join them for basketball in the backyard. Oh, Ted, you wouldn't. Oh, Ted, I would. They didn't call me Elbows Lawson in college for nothing. Ted, don't. Honey, honey, don't worry. It won't be anything major. Just a little love tap to the ribs. Maybe the collarbone. Maybe the pelvis. So, of course, Ted <laughs> gets Vicky out of the house by saying, just go and rewater the plants again. They ordered a second round. And you know Joan knows her husband well enough to know he is sick with jealousy. He is jelly, 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 major gel. Uh, and he's like, uh huh, who am I jealous of? She's like, Brandon Brindle. And he's like, ha, 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 Brandon Brindle. Ha, 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 ha. That is the funniest thing. Okay, you're right. I am a little jealous, but only by a little bit. But guess what? I've decided to say, no, fuck off to my golf game. I called them, said, nope, nope, I'm not doing it. I gotta be with my boy. He needs me. And Joan's like, oh, that's great. And Ted just thinks that Jamie's just gonna jump for the rooftops in happiness that his father's gonna be able to now go with him. However, no, he's not. He's putting too much time already with Mr. Brindle. Too much hard work has been spent training and doing the the sack race and the basketball and whatever other. They're actually been jogging, I guess. It turns out it was actually only four blocks. And Ted's like, four miles? No, four blocks. They stopped by at the pharmacy and they shared a milkshake together. And they took a taxi back home. How cute. <laughs> yeah. And Jamie's like, sorry, Dad, I can't help you out. Look, uh, Brandon, Mr. Brindle, he's been helping me out. I, he needs, he actually is more excited about this thing than I am. So I'm being that substitute son that he's always wanted. <laughs> oh, boy. And even Joan's sticking up for Jamie. It's like they have been training together a lot. He's invested a lot of time in Jamie. Brandon comes in. Turns out Joan made the chicken not for their dinner, but for the training athletes, Brandon and Jamie. And she gives them the iced tea. And of course, Ted and Brandon get into a semi-pissing match over who does Jamie love more? Because you know that Brandon's still having Jamie call him dad. When Jamie says dad, both Ted and Brandon look like, yeah, son. And Ted's like, uh, this is my son. This is not your son. I, in fact, am the one that provided the sperm to create him, not you. You have a daughter. 
Oh, Jamie suggests that he and Brandon zip outside the backyard to practice shooting hoops some more because they definitely need more practice. Ted is just so enraged and angry at this man that's taking over the responsibility of being a father to Jamie. Like, I don't like it. Brandon's a piece of crap. He's just ruining my relationship with my son. I even gave up my golf game to do this. And it turns out now he wants to sabotage the whole field day class picnic, whatever the hell you want to call it, by hoping that he'll physically injure Brandon in a little pickup game. It's one-on-one. It's not two-on-one. Let's see how this goes. I think Ted is the one who's going to wind up on his ass. Hey, honestly, who do you think is the better basketball player, Brandon or Ted? We're about to find out. Oh, apparently Ted says they didn't call me Elbows Lawson in college for nothing, so Ted had played basketball in college. Good for him. Oh, she's getting the first aid kit. Okay. Ted, that Ted got hurt. I knew it was gonna be Ted. What you hit him in the groin? to get kneed in the nuts because he's been an ass this whole episode. Apparently he can't even go to his golf game which he canceled anyway so sucks to be you Ted. Next time take your kid to the field day thing or keep your promises to your child and don't go golfing when you need to be there for your kid. Yeah. At one point, I thought he was like, well, I'm going to take Harriet to the field date, whatever. 
and made Brandon jealous. I don't think Brandon would give a shit if he, if Ted did that anyway. Like, eh, whatever. Your loss. She's terrible at everything. I wish we had closure. I want to know what happens. All right. I want to read some comments from uh, YouTube. The first one is, Brandon really is a cool father. Glad he filled in instead of Ted this time. He dropped the ball. A child is more important than sports. And this other person said, Yeah, it was nice to see this side of Brandon for once, though I felt bad for Harriet. All right, join me next month in June for Season 1, Episode 18, entitled The Robot Nappers, which aired on February 8th, 1986. Two electronics engineers plan to steal Vicky. Well, I figured it was only a matter of time before uh, other robot people... Maker people uh, got wind of Vicky. Um, okay, here we go. A little more information on the. Okay, a rival robotics firm suspects that Vicky is a robot and plans to seal her. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. see what other episodes we got left of uh, season one. Uh, the company takeover, cutbacks at United Robotics, Robot, Robotronics, have the Lawson scrambling for odd jobs. That'll be interesting. Good old Lou. Ted is motivated to get the family into shape when an obese co-worker loses a record amount of weight. Like father, like son. Jamie tries out for the Pee Wee football team. I swear we saw an episode where he was already playing football. Whatever. Um, vaudeville Vicky. A vaudeville actor becomes convinced Vicky is his long-lost daughter. Okay, that sounds like it's a real stretch. Uh, real facts of life. Jamie attempts to educate his dad in the ways of love. What would Jamie know about love? Yeah. The grandparents, this is how we're going to end season one. The grandparents, Ted must break it to his father that Vicky is a robot. All right. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a good one. I, I, I like seeing um Brandon helping out Jamie. I didn't care for the fact that he was having Jamie call him dad. He was doing it just deliberately to uh, get under Ted's craw, which clearly didn't take much because... Brandon's already Ted's boss, so it ain't gonna take too much to push Ted over the edge of irritation. So, alright everybody, have a good week. And I'll be back in June with another episode. Bye-bye.